Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. It is. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We are brought to you locally by our good friends at Smiley One and Bryant, Cleveland Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. Okay, so the Bengals beat the Browns in the final regular season game, 31-14. That's not really the story. The story is is that the starters did not play in this game, and we now know that the Browns will play Houston in Houston Super Wild Card Weekend as of the official recording time of this podcast. We do not have a date or time daryl initial reactions to what we saw in the game yeah uh it went exactly the way i thought it was gonna go and that was pretty ugly for the offense and for the defense i mean look this this is what happens when you're resting your key players the outcome of the game completely inconsequential uh for those that uh might say well you lose your momentum going into the playoffs by sitting everyone out and giving a rest well a couple of things one uh, the Browns didn't have a bye week, uh, haven't had a bye week in a very, very long time. Their bye week was in week number five. That's number one. Number two, I invite you to look at the situation uh, that the Pittsburgh Steelers have on their hands. Uh, now, granted, they had to win that game to get into the or to give themselves an opportunity to get into the playoffs, but TJ Watt got hurt. So um, you did not want to risk any type of injury. Imagine if that happened to Miles Garrett in the game in Cincinnati, the reaction people would be having. Uh, So, yeah, at times it was pretty embarrassing. Let's be honest about Andy. Uh, The the Bengals had as many points as the Browns had yards late in the second quarter, 24. Um, It it wasn't pretty. It was ugly. It was exactly what I thought it would be. Uh, But the outcome of the game, completely inconsequential. And now I will pause to give you the opportunity. Thank you to take a victory lap uh, for your boy, one David Bell. I knew you would bring that up in the first minute and a half of the podcast, and you did. Uh, I think we're at 140 into the podcast, so maybe a little bit off. Um, Yeah, I thought David Bell did a nice job on both of those touchdowns today. Uh, He beat two defenders on both of those touchdowns today. You know, were the Bengals playing their backups at that point? So, But that does that really matter? David Bell got into the end zone twice, career day for David Bell. So I knew that Darrell would bring that up immediately in this podcast. And as the president of the David Bell fan club, I hope this gives him a little bit of momentum going into next week, and maybe he can come up with two or three catches in the playoff game. Salute you, David Bell. 
is this what the entire week of Baskin and Phelps is going to be like? You just well, then do I then do I get to beat up? Although now I'm a little worried because Pierre Strong looks like he came up limping a little bit there, or he's holding his back uh, when he left the field. And then the other one was Cedric Tillman. You know, when the players are calling him over, you know, he did they did were able to walk him off the field, but you had to wonder if that was a concussion. So I think those are really the two biggest points coming out of this game. Uh, I, I'll give you a third point in a second, but go well, ahead, your thoughts. Well, there's a third guy that got injured too, Shelby yep. Harris. Shim, yeah, I saw that. So, uh, uh, David, uh, or I should say, uh, Cedric Tillman uh, has a head injury in concussion protocol. Kevin Stefanski said after the game, uh, Shelby should be okay, uh, according to Stefanski. Um, but again, the cautionary tale this is why he played very few players of significance and importance. And that's not to disrespect the guys that went out there and played on Sunday. But what I mean is that he sat the key guys, the Joe Flacco's, uh, both uh, Wyatt Teller and Joel Batonio and Zedaria Smith and Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward. Uh, Greg Newsom was, was, you know, in that. So it totally makes sense. Again, the, the, the outcome of the game was completely in, inconsequential. Did not matter. Does not matter. Um, I listened to... Um, the the post game comments from Bill Cower uh, on CBS after the now, game. now huge Browns fan Bill Cower yes yes um, it's okay I don't have a problem I respect I him know. for his days I don't well know. when he played for the Browns I mean I don't know if you remember or not but I know I know when he played man he played hard I used to love watching him play so I'll but give him credit he was a special team part of two decades beating the crap out of the Browns as I know I know Steelers so it's really hard for me to allow bill cower onto the browns bandwagon here now that close your eyes you can do it now that they're better than the pittsburgh Steelers. how about that browns finish with a better record for the first time since 1989 than the pittsburgh steelers another one the entire afc north finished above 500 uh joe reedy associated press sports writer uh out in los angeles a northeast ohio native put out there uh, you got to go back to the 80s. The last time, 1988, is the last time the Browns and Bengals both finish a season uh, above 500. Kevin Stefanski, uh, 11 and six, second time in four years he wins 11 games. Only he and Paul Brown have led the Browns to at least 11 victories in uh, the regular season in Browns history. That that in and of itself is a mind blowing uh nugget there so uh it's for me it's on to houston now uh what a collapse by the jacksonville jaguars losing five of their final six games uh to fall not only out of the divisional lead but completely fall out of the playoffs and the houston texans by virtue of that win in indianapolis saturday night combined with the tennessee titans doing them a huge favor and knocking off jacksonville that now uh, sets up Browns v uh, Texans part two uh, once again in Houston. And also it bumped the Steelers into the playoffs. Uh, that is, that game, uh, the fact that Jacksonville lost and was out of the picture, that allowed Pittsburgh to go ahead and sneak in there now uh, as uh, the number one seed. And some other business got handled on Sunday, Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, opponents for 2024. Oh, I didn't now. catch that. In place, yeah, I guess so. I didn't even think about that. Um, well, two of the th- uh, two of the three spots have been filled. 
Okay. Uh, we are waiting. The, we're recording this prior to the Sunday night game uh, between the uh, Bills and oh. the Dolphins. Right. The loser of that game will come okay. to Cleveland next season. Okay. Uh, but because uh, Tampa Bay ended up winning the AFC, or I should say the NFC South, congratulations to former Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield, uh, divisional champion. Uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, are going to be the number two team uh, in that division. We'll see if they make the playoffs. Okay. Uh, but that means the Browns have to go to New Orleans. And then also, uh, in addition to that one, um, because Jacksonville uh, is now the number two team in the AFC South, that means the Browns will get a trip to Jacksonville added to the ledger. So uh, your opponents next year will be, um, as I uh, pull them up here. Well, uh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Yeah. So. and they're going to play nine road games, by the way. They played nine home games this year. They go into the nine-game road rotation uh, next year. So the trips that, uh, next year. you got to think we're getting an international game next year, too. We didn't have uh, one. They think that's a possibility. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Then Washington, Denver. These are home or road? Hang on. Home road. Or road. 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 Okay. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, okay. Washington, Denver, Vegas, Philadelphia, Jacksonville, New Orleans. Those are the road games. The home games. Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, and then you get the Chiefs, the Chargers, Cowboys, wow. the Giants, and then either the Bills or the Dolphins, whoever finishes in second place in the AFC. So that's a pretty good schedule for the 2024 season. But before we can get to any of that, got to finish up the 2023 season and see what the Browns are able to do here in the playoffs. Hmm. Um, so, and then the other thing, just speaking of the playoffs. So, I mean, we pretty much know you can figure out who the opponents are here, right? For next week. So the Ravens are off next week. We know the Browns have Houston. So that means. No, we uh, have to wait until the Sunday night game because there are a couple. One's going to get. There, there, there are different scenarios depending on the, uh, outcome of Bill's Dolphins because both of those teams are in Andy. Right. Um, and. So with both of those teams, so we know in, we know who all the AFC teams are. We know who in. all the AFC teams are, but who actually will be Pittsburgh's um, the other team. Be in, as far as the actual matchups, though, that's that changes a little bit depending on the the outcome of uh, of that game. Here, I'm pulling up the uh, the my playoff picture right now. Um, if Miami beats the Bills tonight and is the AFC. East champion, right? Uh, they would host the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they lose, and it's Buffalo that is the AFC East champion, then things kind of get really shaken up a little bit. I think maybe that bumps Kansas City up to two or something. Um, everything. So if Miami wins, it's real easy. Uh, Miami hosts Pittsburgh. The Chiefs will host the Bills, and then the Texans host the Browns. Real right. simple. It gets uh, – uh, I don't have all the tiebreakers in front of me at the moment, but if if the Bills pull this off and they win the East, then everything outside Browns and Texans gets jumbled around a little bit because then all the tiebreakers come into play because uh, Miami will be 11-6, and six, Buffalo will be 11-6, and six, uh, and, and, and uh, so, yeah, so there will be some, some things that get bounced around there. But, look, I mean – um, what'll be different for the Browns this time around? CJ Stroud, 
who has had just an incredible rookie season uh, with the uh, the Texans. He was not on the field uh, in that Browns uh, 36-22 win a couple of weeks ago on Christmas Eve. Uh, he'll be on the field this time around. Of course, Amari Cooper had that big record-setting day uh, against the Texans, 265 yards receiving, two touchdowns, a two-point conversion. Joe Flacco was just absolutely uh, bananas in that game uh, as well. They really hit. Uh, the Texans in the mouth right out of the gate with a 53-yard uh, completion on the opening play of the game that got them down to the six. And, you know, in the blink of an eye, uh, the Browns were up seven to nothing, and they just kind of ran away with things from there. They were up 36 to seven at one point before giving up a couple of fourth-quarter touchdowns. So um, this is this ain't going to be easy, <laughs> you know, and considering uh, the bottom falling out for the Jaguars. Maybe there's some Browns fans right now wishing – that Jacksonville will would have beaten Tennessee because the Houston Texans with D'Amico Ryan's uh, they have gotten a little hot down the stretch and they're playing some of their best football of the season. Um, and just a heads up on what's going on with TV for next week. So this will be the first time ever that Peacock has exclusive games uh, for the for the playoffs. Now, in your home market, so like I, there are a lot of us that believe the Browns Houston are going to be on the Peacock-only game uh, on Saturday. Right, Daryl? I mean, that's uh, that just kind of makes – there's a lot of us that feel that way, just kind of understanding media. That does not mean the game will not – I should put it this way. The game will be on over the air in home markets as well. Correct. So – and I, I would assume – I'm assuming on this that Channel 3 would probably end up with the rights in Cleveland if you're watching in Columbus mm-hmm. Channel 4. I, I, I don't know – So. Yeah, I, I don't know how I read that, that. playoffs. I know Channel 5 had all the, the cable rights for rebroadcast during the regular season. I don't know how that's going to well, work. Well, so if it's if it works the same way as normal, I've got to believe that if Peacock has the rights to the game, they would probably offer it up to their local affiliate first. Okay. And if they didn't take it, then somebody else could. But I would, I would be shocked. Bottom if, line is if you're in the Cleveland if, market, you will – be able to watch the game Correct. even if it is put on the peacock streaming platform yeah. and um i'm just i've not been i don't know anything official i am making a wild guess here we both are on this too just understanding that, media right right that browns texans will be on saturday it is um while it's a great story when you look at both of these teams right kevin stefanski joe flacco the four quarterbacks 11 and six right uh, and then, of course, you have Demeco Ryan's. You've got uh, C.J. Stroud, and that yeah, you really have a battle of the coaches of the year, right? In this too, yeah. So while yes, there are some fantastic storylines headed into Browns Texans, the likelihood that Browns Texans gets a a primo uh, spot on television next to none. Not when you've got Miami and you've got. Uh, Dallas, and you've got some of these other big markets here, right? Uh, the Rams, when you've got these, uh, you've got these other big markets, they're going to get. It is prizes. possible that, it, say, you got a Pittsburgh Buffalo game that Browns could knock that out because they there could right. be more viewers for a Browns Texans game. Again, Houston's top ten market, right? And you kind of have to look at the Browns numbers yeah. the same way you would look at an Ohio State football game for numbers. Ohio State blows away the country when it comes to Ohio State football on television right. because they pick up Cleveland and Columbus, which are two 
you know, you put those two markets together, you got two top, two top, two top 30 markets, 35 right. markets in the country, which makes it a bigger viewing audience. Again, this is all behind the scenes, media minutia. So that could, I mean, that conceivably could push the Browns into the primetime game on Saturday night, but uh, you know, it's either you're going to, there's only two games on Saturday anyway, three on Sunday and then the Monday nighter. I highly doubt the Browns are going to get that Monday night game. I think you're, we're on the same page for that. Remember we talked about uh, earlier how the AFC North Hall finished above 500? Yeah. This is from NFL Research, courtesy of our good buddy Nick Shook. Okay, uh, the Shooky Cookie, Friday Kent uh, State. AFC North is just the second division in NFL history to have each team finish with a winning record. The only other division to pull off this feat, the 1935 West Division featuring wow. Green Bay, Detroit, the Bears, and the Chicago Cardinals. Hmm. How about that? Again, that's from our buddy Nick Shook via NFL research. Look, this. let me ask you this. Sure. Um, because we're going to spend our, obviously, our next two podcasts, we're going to be really looking forward right. to match up with the Houston Texans. Did this division not live up to what, to everything we thought it would be this year? Um, it did and didn't, and I'll tell you why it didn't. Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, and whoever was going to be the and Kenny Pickett, I guess. If Pickett would have stayed, and it's not even him, it's more Joe Burrow and Deshaun Watson. That's where the the AFC North didn't live up to where I thought. You know, we can you imagine what the play would have been like if if every starting quarterback, if every QB one made yeah. it the entire season in the AFC North. But otherwise, I think that the division did a great job of living up to those expectations with three teams in the playoffs for the AFC. So I mean, it, it's a bravo through. Hard work. I, how many times did I say Pittsburgh? Did you think Pittsburgh was done? They are Forrest Gump, man. They just keep working their way through this thing. I've been saying that since week 10. I know. They are Forrest Gump. Well, I, I've been saying for years that, like, okay, this is the year that's the end of the run. Like, th this is the reset for that franchise. And friggin' Mike Tomlin, man. Like, I don't – every year, Steeler fan wants to run him out of town, and every year he delivers a winning season, and almost every year they're right there for a playoff spot or in the playoffs. Now, uh, you know, Steeler fan, not real happy because he's not won enough Super Bowls down there. Mm. But, man, to have that many winning seasons in a row, um, I, I just – I just respect really. Right. I mean, it painful to say, uh, just like the Ravens win in the North and win in the number one seed in the AFC and uh, respect. Um, honestly, I think that the Ravens are probably, uh, going to get to the Super Bowl. but if there is a team in the AFC that can knock them off, I don't think there's many. I really don't. Cause I just think that they're that good. Mm -hmm. I think the Browns are the team. Like I, I don't know that there's, you know. Well, we I don't know, know Kansas City is going to step it up. I, I, I Miami's still. I don't know about Kansas City. Uh, I don't know, man. The Bills, they're just in the weeds. Both those teams yeah. are in the weeds. Josh Allen's a turnover machine. My problem with I, Kansas City is, is they're just grumpy and unhappy all the time. Every game, somebody's throwing a helmet and yelling and screaming at each other. And, uh, you know. Didn't, isn't that the way Buffalo felt before they figured things out? Yeah. Wasn't Buffalo a little like that, too? So. Again, I'm not discounting Kansas City, but I just don't feel like this is the same Chiefs team that we have been watching year in and year out dominate the way 
they have in recent years. They, I don't feel like that they are invincible. I, I feel like the Ravens this year are almost invincible, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, but uh, I, I, you know, when I, I, I think that Miami, um, I think they're a divisional round team. Uh, I think the Browns can be a divisional round team, if if not an AFC championship team. Uh, Buffalo, I think it's a divisional round game. I think the Steelers get bounced. Uh, I think the Texans get bounced. And I look at Kansas City, man. Yeah, they might end up in the divisional round, but I just, I don't view them as a Super Bowl contender. I, I know that sounds ridiculous, knowing that Pat, they, you know, Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback who's been to three Super Bowls and won two of them and, and has, uh, you know, the best tight end in the game right now in, in Travis Kelsey. The problem is they don't have any wide receivers. You know all the complaining you and Baskin and Phelps do on your show pretty much on a daily basis about the Browns' wide receivers? Uh, I don't. Be, be lucky that the Browns don't have the Chiefs' wide receiving core this year. Sure. All right, so here's one other point I want to I want to just bring up before we take off. Next weekend, Browns fans, you are big time fans of the road teams. Yes, because if Pittsburgh could manage a way to get a win, or uh, the loser of the Buffalo Miami game in the Sunday night, uh, the Browns would have a chance to have a if if those teams can all win, if all three road teams can win, which I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but uh, then you would have the opportunity to host the game. Yeah, you, you need all the wild card. Otherwise, teams. you're a Baltimore week two, right? Yeah, you need all the wild card teams to win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. That, that's what needs to happen. Uh, All the road wildcard team. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. All the wildcard team. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I still think it's kind of – I. It still bothers me that, you know, the Browns are going to have a better record than the team they're playing in yeah, Houston. well, but you know what? That I think that there should be weight to winning your division, but I do like the fact that they reseed things for the divisional round. But it's not based on – it's based on your seed, not on your record. Correct. So, all right, Daryl, any other final points we want to get in this post-game edition of the Browns-Bengals? Because I know we got a busy week with the podcast coming up this week. We also remind you uh, to tune in throughout the week, not only on on the Odyssey app, but also on YouTube, because uh, we love having you watch us on YouTube, too. So, Daryl, final thoughts? Uh, thank God that that Bengals game is over. It was Amen. three hours and 45 minutes of our lives, or two hours and 45 minutes of our lives. Uh, I'd like to congratulate Kevin Stefanski on uh, getting that thing over quickly. <laughs> Jeff, Driscoll, that had to be the fastest game of the year. It was. Uh, the Browns have played some marathons this year, but Jeff Driscoll threw it less than 30 times. 
Mission accomplished. Kevin Stefanski. You go, Kev. You go. <laughs> 13 to 26 for a buck 66, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And who really cares? We're on to Houston, baby. We are on to Houston for our great producer, Meredith Kane, who's a little bit under the weather. So we're wishing her and sending her good thoughts. Right, Daryl? Send, yeah, we're sending you good thoughts. Good thoughts. Right. It's going around, man. You had it last week. And well, I, yeah, I, my voice was gone. You were down last, last week. week. I've, I've had some, some stomach issues in the last week or so. Like there's just, so do us a favor. If you're not feeling well, stay home or mask up if you have to go out in public, but just, just be careful out there. There's just a lot of, so here's, here's the weird thing for me, Daryl, this was my dilemma. Ready? And I'm just going to tell you this real quick. Yeah. I was absolutely fine. My voice was gone. That was it. It wasn't like I was sick. And I think that's what was bothering me because I was just like, well, I can't work. I can't, you can't, I mean, if I can't talk, I can't work. Yeah, and sign language. They actually booted me out of the radio. studio. They what? Sign language does not work on the radio. Nah, I'm trying my best. Anyway, he is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Thank you for watching the post-game edition of the Browns and Bengals. We are back next week with two playoff preview shows. And of course, we'll have our playoff post-game show too. We appreciate everybody who's listening on the Odyssey app. And, of course, those of you watching on YouTube. It's always game day in Cleveland. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.